0: Hi, I'm Matthew Ma, host of the Truth About Real Estate podcast, and today we are talking with Melissa Kirk of Melissa Kirk Consulting. Melissa shares what works with her as a toolkit for others to get through the thick of their struggles and start creating successful business and life, full of joy and contentment. Excited to talk with you, Melissa. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so really, I want to get back to this, is like um, talking with you about... Coaching, talking about mindset, talking about goals, and helping people really see—you know what's going on with you know 2022 and beyond. You know things have changed in the last two years, but I want to really get down to like your you, your business, and the mindset, and how do you help people achieve their goals?
1: Well, there's several different ways that I do that. When I work with my clients, um, one of the tools that I use, I have a psychology and business degree, and when you're going through all the psychology classes, you Do there's different personality tests. And the way they work, I'm sure you've heard of Myers-Briggs or the DISC or Strength Finders, things like that, Wealth Dynamics. But their basis for their results and how they tell you what you're designed to do is based on you answering questions. And most of the people, when they're coming to me, they're kind of lost and they want something different and so if you're just answering questions from where you are and who you think you are you get a very different result than some of the tools that I use and the um, some of them are based on like astrology and um, the I Ching the tree of life and it takes a the chakra system but it takes you on a soul level of who you're designed to be and gives you a recipe for your success for you. And so when I help people to understand who they really are and what they're here for and start aligning with that, it's so interesting because what happens is, is as soon as I tell them what their their findings are, they're like, oh, well, I love doing that. Or, oh, well, I didn't think I could make money doing that. Or, oh, yeah, this is what I'm designed to do. But I also tell them what you're not designed to do. And they're like, why? I'm always struggling with that. So I really give them permission to do the things they're good at and stop trying to be something they're not. And the next piece to that, after you figure out, you know, your recipe for success and what the blueprint that will be lead to your success is working on mindset and how you think and the type of people you're around and what you focus on. And so One of the big things that I do is really get people out of their comfort zone, out of what they think there is possible and dream big. And then we work backwards from those goals and find out what the problem is. Where does your mind block you? Where's the sabotage come in and how to break through those barriers? Super powerful.
0: Let's talk about that, too. Really, like, for example, you know. When do people start realizing, hey, I, I need help. I think I could do better. I think I, you know, I need to focus on my mindset. Be, it would be great to have a coach kind of push me through my mental barriers that are blocking myself from really growing. When do they start realizing that point?
1: I think most people start realizing it when you know, they can never break the ceiling of an income right? So like every year they make a hundred thousand dollars or $200,000. And then one year they make $220,000 and then they go right back to the 200 and they never really can get any further. Um, when they start getting the realization that I need some, I need to do something different, right? If we keep, if we want something different, we have to act and be something different. But the problem is, is that people can recognize they have a problem, but they have no idea what how to fix it or what the problem is. So the first part, I think, is realizing that you have all these goals that you want to meet, but you're really just not able to get there on your own. And so when you start really fil- figuring out the root of the problem, that's what I work with is what's the cause of it? Not the surface problem that you can see, but what's causing it underneath, and that's what we address and that's where the big results come in
0: I think a part of that too is really when like for example, like real estate agents when they're starting their business they're busy they're growing you know and they're kind of like learning on the fly but as real estate agents it gets it can get overwhelming because as a newer agent you're working on you know learning how to do sales learning how to read the contracts learning how to help clients learning different types of personalities to work with and as you start growing your business you know you, you hit you hit certain ceilings and at some point in that time period they're either going to say hey I'm a great leader or I'm a great team player or I'm struggling and I don't know what to do and I need help. Either, th- either three of those, you know, there comes a point where you know top producers say, "Hey, besides what you're doing, you actually do need a coach in many different aspects, such as a mindset, hitting your goals, sales, sales coaching, and even like learning how to do improv and speaking, like acting, like learn learning how to be engaging and you know create that vibrance, right? So a part of that in the coaching mindset part of it, when you talk to people. um, how do you help them realize how to open up? Like, what's the main barriers do you see up front when you first meet anyone?
1: Well, we are always our biggest problem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're the ones standing in our own way. But a lot of times it's what we think is possible. One of the biggest things, you know, when when I get people to sit down and make their goals for the year or whatever, a lot of times their goals are about what they think they can do and not necessarily what they really want. Because you have to factor in, it's not just money goals. It's also lifestyle. You know, how much freedom do you want? Do you want to be able to vacation? What are your, what's your why? And your why is never the money. It's the impact that you make. It's the impact you make for your family. It's what the money can do for you. And it's, it's just, there's a lot of factors that go into it. And so when you stretch your mind to really see like all the benefits that your business can bring to you. You also step out of being the slave to your business. You, you know, it's important to be able to leverage your time, how to get support where you need it. Some people need to be working on a team and that will show up in your human design chart also is, you know, I, I originally started on a team, you know, because there's so much to learn in the real estate business. But then when you get to the point where you, maybe you don't need a team, But what I've found is that I work best when I'm collaborating with other people, when I'm in a network and when I have a support group and when I'm not trying to do everything myself. And part of the problem, most real estate agents, they're doing a lot of things in their business that they're really not good at. And instead of hiring someone, they will will increase their income exponentially when they get the proper support that they need and they just focus on the thing they're good at. We all have a genius. We all have a thing that, you know, we're brilliant at. But if you're trying to do everything, just like here, when you're doing your podcast, you know, some people are good at doing the techie part. Some people struggle with technology. Some people just are good at speaking. And so if if you learn how to just do the things that you're great at, And learn to hire for the things that you're not like even hiring someone. If you're not detail oriented and you struggle with the contracts, having somebody write the contracts for you that you review or having some you write the contract and having someone review. Sometimes that just takes all this pressure off of you because you've set up a system that covers for your pitfalls. And it's it's amazing how how much freedom that creates for people when they start to understand that they don't have to do everything and realizing where they need, you know, it's not about putting yourself down. It's about doing the parts that you're good at and figuring out how to get support where you have struggle.
0: Yeah. And I think one part of that too, is that, you know, that mindset, the shift, because for example, you know how you work in a corporate job, it's just a corporate job. You just wake up every day, you do the same routine, you learn it, and you, you just do it. But in real estate, you're an entrepreneur. It's actually your own business. You're independent. It's not just a job. It's a career. It's a business that you build. It takes a lot of time and effort to do that. And you, know, you mentioned wearing mini hats. Yeah, for most people, it's hard to multitask, wear mini hats, and do everything, especially if you're not a generalist and you're more of a specialist. Then at that point, too i think one mindset i see is hard for people is like learning how to let go learning how to delegate learning how to be a leader learning how to train and to let go and let them take care of it and then kind of like the 80 20 rule let them take care of the work while you just sit there and review if that's your specialty and let them process it but by doing that it's tough because people say well one is okay it costs x amount of dollars one dollar ten dollars twenty dollars thirty dollars an hour and you know some people don't realize hey, your time is really valuable. If you're going to become an expert, you're going to build a real business, you got to delegate and you got to learn how. And I give a good example. If you were starting a restaurant, you cannot do everything. You have to hire immediately. But why is it in real estate sales? You don't hire, you just do everything yourself. You know, that's a metaphor for it.
1: Yeah. Well, and then the thing is, is that you hire the person that's that is brilliant. And, and it's their specialty. So like, for instance, I used to do my own bookkeeping. I have a business degree. I know how to do the accounting, but I hate doing it. So I'm in the middle of doing my books and it ends up taking what is a, like a 20 to 30 minute job. You know, all of a sudden, it sounds better to do the laundry or it sounds better <laughs> to do the dishes than it does to do this thing that I keep procrastinating, but it's an energy suck, right? Because I'm so distracted in everything I'm doing because I've got this thing following me, this energy, like you have to get this done. And it's this pressure and it's this icky feeling that once I got a bookkeeper, I was like, Oh, this is so awesome. I don't have to think about this anymore. She, and she loves doing it. Right. That's the thing is that you get somebody that loves doing the part that you don't like. And it doesn't matter in real estate, you know, It doesn't matter which piece you don't like. If you find someone that does it, like say you don't really like showing houses and you don't really like the interaction of the people, but you like the transactional part. If you hire someone to do, you know, if you pay them a small percentage of your commission and have them doing the groundwork and working with the people and the people like that person, they have charisma and they, they genuinely want to connect. You free up your time to do way more transactions and then you don't have that part that you don't like or the other way around. Maybe you just like showing the homes, but, you know, writing the contract or doing the inspections or doing, you know, the, the next part of the transaction. If you find someone that loves doing it, you actually make more money. It, you have to get out of that lack mentality. And sometimes it takes money to make money. But you'll find if you designed your business around the things and skills and tasks that you love your whole energy of your business changes and you attract more and better clients because of the energy vibration of you doing the things you love.
0: Absolutely agree with you. Why do you, how do we help people realize, okay, it's time to let go, time to learn how to hire, time to learn how to delegate. You can hire a VA from anywhere in the world. It can be in U.S., it can be in another country, it can be your choice. It doesn't have to be always be physical. But how do we help them let go, start trying to hire the first assistant VA and like start letting, helping them learn how to do what you do, what you don't like to do, finding specialists who can focus on that topic so that way you can get more energy back to focus on what you do best, such as building relationships. Any suggestions on that?
1: Yeah, a lot of times I'll have my clients sit down and like every, um, they have a pad of paper for a two week period, right? Because you want them to see like all the different things that you do. So maybe it takes a month for you to do every single thing one time. And what I have them write down is like, I love doing this. I wish someone else would do it and just start writing down the tasks. And you'll realize like, wow, I could really use someone for 10 hours a week. I could really use someone for five hours a week or I need a full-time person because I have all these things. And what you'll realize is that you get your time freed up to do the thing that you're really good at. If you love marketing, you'll have more time to make videos or more times to post on social media or at interact with people, provide content. Or you can find someone to do your content and take that off of your plate because where there's a place in your business that gets bogged down. And I think that when you write down every time that you start doing a new task and you write down what you're doing and you put it in one of the columns, I wish someone else would do this. I love doing this. You get a lot of clarity. And then you can see like, well, how much time does it take? How much time do I need? And, you know, start small. The first assistant I, I started working with, it was about 20 hours a month. Because I didn't really know, I wasn't very good at delegating, and I didn't know what I would have her do or him do. And so that's kind of where I started was getting that clarity of all the tasks that I could offload of my plate. And it's amazing how many things, like how much I started making more money. Because first of all, my, like I said, you know, vibration, energy, you know, we all, it's, if you can imagine, like when you go to buy, buy something, in a store and you you're actually there to look for and purchase something but the salesperson has this icky energy that's like desperate right we pick up on that where it's something that you already knew you wanted to buy and now you don't want to buy from them because their energy is coming from a place of lack so you don't want your energy being bogged down and when you lighten the load and when you when you focus on the things that you're really good at then The next thing, you start attracting a different type of client. They're interested in you because your energy and your vibration is higher. And it's a subtle thing, but we're all sensitive to it, whether we know it or not. So I really find that the more you get into your genius, the more you're doing, you know, what you're really designed to do, and the less you're spending on doing the tasks you don't like, Your business skyrockets. I think that's the best place to start is just looking what you can offload from your plate.
0: Yeah. And I, I love the idea of you know putting everything on paper. And I actually give that as a goal to a lot of our real estate agents. And for example, we just said, put it on paper, everything you do for a week, two weeks, a month to see what you're really doing. I think I find a lot of people scared to do that because one is they don't want to really realize what they're doing and see how much time they're wasting on social media, um, you know, just relaxing too much, a little too much and not focusing on the right parts or understanding what to do in the day. Because in real estate, they don't not all brokerages teach you exactly. Here's your schedule. Here's exactly what you need to do. Here's how you become successful. There's a lack of uh, education on some parts of that, and a lack of just self discipline, right? Um, and when I see that after a two week period, you don't really see what's going on, and they don't understand it. But when people actually do it, they see the results really quickly, and they realize, okay, well, I shouldn't have. I should spend more time on these categories because it's actually paying dividends. It's actually working, like like calling or talking to, building relationships, and networking. But at the same time. The next step to that is realizing, okay, on this paper, there's actually 90% of the work you can actually delegate to someone else. The next mm-hmm. challenge I see in people's mindset is, okay, how do I delegate it? And then how do I pay someone? And I, I can't afford to pay someone. I don't even make money myself yet. I'm just starting in real estate. And I tell them, well, if you're good and you're learning and you're growing and you do your first deal at first, just to get started and get your feet wet, next part of it is really learning how to delegate and hire someone, whether it's 10, $23 an hour or more. But by doing that, you're Saying that you're gonna, you're actually gonna work. You're gonna invest, take your time back, use your time to focus on doing what you do best, such as building relationships, showing houses, helping do contracts, negotiations, and then letting go of the things that you don't need to do that don't directly help your your business, right? And the, that cha- that disconnect right there is like, okay, I can do it. I can do it better, and it's only worth ten dollars an hour, or you know,
1: yeah. Well, and sometimes we have to make the the investment and the step of our intention before we have the money because we're putting it out there that we're serious, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you're always holding back because that's lack thinking. You know, when I work with people, I really try to get them to turn around their thinking about how energy and money flows. And money flows by the energy. And so if you're always having like a a feeling that you can't afford it, or you're thinking that you'll, you're not going to get anywhere, you know, you're setting yourself up, that's sabotage. And so then you never do get where you're trying to get. So I think the most important thing really is getting clear on your own guy, your own, like what your goal is, because sometimes it's not even a money thing. Sometimes it's like making a certain amount of money and having a certain amount of freedom and looking at like what exactly you need and then being okay with that. But you have to be working towards your 80 percent of your time should be going towards those goals and figuring out if you're not what parts you're going to do or else creating a system around it. You know, one of the most successful things that people can do is creating a system. So that when one thing's done, then the next thing happens and then the next thing happens and who picks up that slack? Whose job is it? You know, and that's when you really scale on a larger level and you build a business. And, you know, without the systems in place, you really can't you really can't grow. So the first the sometimes setting up these systems at the onset and recognizing where your end game is and what your role in that end game is, and where you need support, what's not your genius. If you set that up from the beginning, you are going to really skyrocket because you're putting in the work beforehand to set up your business to where you want it to go. And, you know, that's what successful people do. If you look at anyone that's successful, you know, they're not working by themselves. They don't work. If, If something is $20 an hour, Then they find someone that's worth $20 an hour to do that job. They don't do those. As a real estate agent, you shouldn't be doing $20 an hour work. You're making way more money if you're doing, you know, the high end stuff. So, um, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into people's success. And a lot of things like what we're talking about, people don't realize the impact. And, you know, it's the unseen part. It's the the ground floor part and the foundation that you're building so that you can build a skyscraper. You can build like this big, a great thing, but you have to start at the beginning with the vision.
0: Yeah, I think one one part of that too is really trying to help new agents and even seasoned agents who've been here and some some of them have bad habits is really trying to help them define their goals help them realize the potential and also help them with with their mindset because even for me when i first started my real estate career i can do everything i can do everything myself i can do it better for example right everyone thinks that but in reality you realize when you start learning from mentors coaches and other top agents you're like wait they're not doing it that way at all they're they actually, when you look at them, they have a really good mindset. They're really clear. They're really focused. They know what they want and they got there. Okay, as a new agent, how do I get there? And what do I need to do? And there's all these distractions in the way life, shiny objects, you know, people always trying to sell you something, especially as an agent. And then you get distracted by trying everything. But really, when it comes back to just being hyper focused, having the right mindset and being surrounded by people who want to achieve the same kind of goals, such as becoming a top agent, becoming a, a business owner. Becoming, creating passive income, creating real estate wealth and generational wealth but when they start getting focused and realizing hey, there's actually a lot more you can do in your career, in your business and I need to figure out how to get there I need to follow people who have already done it I need to learn from people and be open minded to it one of the challenges I see is that even though people see that, they don't always necessarily want to go to trainings, coaching sessions um, meetings they they just bypass all of it and say I'm just busy putting my head down, back to work or yeah. not focused. So that's well, one of the things I see. Mm-hmm.
1: If, you look, if you look at any successful person, anyone running a C, any CEO running a company, the president running the country, all these different roles, like they don't, they're not doing it themselves. And they don't reinvent the wheel every time. And sometimes there's an investment in the beginning to create that structure. And it's not about working harder. It's about working in the correct way it's about doing the things that that matter and when we're new you know we don't always know what that is you want to get the you want your efforts to get the results and you want to do the right efforts and do the right things to get the best results and you know we can try to do it ourselves but i think that anytime that you hire a mentor or you follow a formula that worked for someone else if it resonates with you And that's what I do is I help them create the path and the revenue stream and the the formula that works for them as a person. So like what I might tell you to do would be very different than what I tell someone else to do. I don't tell everyone the same thing because everybody's different. Some people are really good at working on their own independently and they get and they are good at multiple tasks and other people are really good at one or two things and they need support in the other things. And I help people to understand how to fill those gaps because that's when the money comes fast. That's when, when you're doing what you're supposed to be and you're doing what you're good at, then your results, your results are fast, but you know, there's no sense in reinventing the wheel. There's so many people out there that have, you know, been successful and that puts you on the fast track when you do what they did.
0: Yeah, and I kind of see that because in the beginning of career, especially when you're young and you're new, you always try to reinvent the wheel. You try to do everything differently. You try to do it your way. And now as I get older, I realize, yes, that's all fun and games and everything. But in reality, in the long term, doing the path of least resistance, following the people who have already trailblazed it, and then from there, after you're successful, start seeing what you can improve on and you know, building the team to help you do it and you know, learning to delegate it makes it so much easier and so much more fun. I think when you're surrounded by people who want to grow with you, who push you to do better and push you to do more because you're capable of doing it, it becomes way more fun. But when you're surrounded by people who, you know, are on the same page and don't want to have that motivation and drive and like constant learning, I think constant learning for me is one of the biggest mindsets ever. Like read every single book, read every single podcast, watch every single YouTube video of educational videos on growing in all different avenues of life makes it so much more fun and resharing that with people like you on the podcast and just chatting about mindset, achieving goals and hitting it. Because I think for the most part, everything in life can really be accomplished, but our minds are the ones who are blocking us, not negative people. Just our minds first is holding us back from what we really can do because it's unlimited potential.
1: Yeah. One of the things um, that I do is I teach theta healing, which is about a way to rewire your brain to be more empowered, address the belief systems that you have, and rewire your brain to look for something new. And I think though, you know, like when you were talking about all the um, information consumption, there's so many people out there that listen to all these things. They get educated on all these things and everything else. But when you have a coach, they hold you accountable to implementing Mm because most people don't implement the information or they kind of understand what they, what they're supposed to do, but then it gets a little too complicated. It's not in their wheelhouse. And so they don't implement. That's one of the biggest challenges, I think, is using that information and applying it. And one of the things with when I'm working with people on using the Theta Healing, they start recognizing recognizing the deep-rooted problem and where it came from and why they had it. Because the unconscious mind creates all these belief systems to keep us safe. But what it doesn't have is a lot of common sense. So it doesn't filter the information in a realistic way. And it just creates blocks for you that this is unsafe. This is unsafe. This is unsafe. And it, it really blocks your success. So um, the mindset piece is really aligning with who you are, knowing who you are, setting your business up in your strengths, having support. And then addressing where you are getting blocked by your own mind, I feel like when you do all of that, you catapult your success. You just make your, you know, you go to the next level very fast. But I think accountability is really key. I know like when, if I'm meeting with my coach next week and I haven't done something, you know, then I'm I'm like, oh no, I've got like an hour left before my meeting and I have to get this done. Where... Before, if I don't have a coach, I might think, oh, well, I'll get to it next week. Oh, then I'll do it tomorrow. And then, and it never gets done, but the accountability is key, whether it be with a coach or a partner or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think really, yeah, just even like learning recently too, you know, when you think about all of it and you kinda look at a couple different things. One is like, okay, finding your why is great and people say it and even for me, it took me years to find my why and really understand it. And I think at some point you when you need it, you find it. And once you realize it, the sooner you realize it, the better it actually is. And the next part of it, um, people talk about is finding your who. Who's who's helping you be accountable? Is it your coach? Is it your partner? Is it someone else, a business partner? And how are they holding you accountable? And like how are they driving you? Because yeah, if you don't have accountability, you're not gonna, it's really hard to do it. It's really hard to be self-disciplined. And you know, sometimes people say, like Elon Musk said, if you're not self-disciplined, and you know what you want, it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard to do it. Don't do it then, right? But if you know, if you understand your personality type that you need accountability, then really go out and find it really quickly, whether it's someone you know or not, right? Mm-hmm. Another part of it I think about too is that you think about the mindset and everything, you think about kind of like it comes to my mind, like the matrix, right? Like everyone's stuck in the matrix and everyone's here. But once you realize you can get out of it and be substantially better and grow exponentially, then your mind shifts. And it's kind of like a cloud opens up in your head where you can shift and you can realize, hey, I can be so much more. I don't need to – wherever I started from in life, it doesn't matter. So like the potential is unlimited. You just got to find a way to get there and be surrounded And that shift is phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that the shift is even faster. If you change your mindset and blow open the possibilities and get rid of the ceiling that you've created for yourself and see things from a different perspective, then you can full on step into a new matrix and everything's opened up for you. It's harder. It's harder to try to step into a different matrix and then get your mind to respond. So if you start with the mind and it's ready. I mean, I have so many clients that, you know, they, they stay at a certain level for a while and all of a sudden they'll have a breakthrough. And then it's like the sky's the limit. It's, it's amazing how fast things can happen when you, when you figure out what your problem is and what's been holding you back.
0: Yeah. I think a part of it too, is like, yeah, like really, I look back to it's like, you know, how they talk about uh, when you have kids and everything, you raise them up, you keep them safe. A lot of parents say, okay, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, because I don't want you to get hurt. I want you to be safe. I don't want you to fall. I don't want you to do this and things. But as you start getting older, you realize, okay, well, by saying all these no's in their life, they said like what 75% more no's than they said yeses. Yeah. If you change that mindset as a parent and say, hey, here's the reasons why you might not want to do this, here's the risks, and here's the things you can learn from it. But at the same time, try to push them more to, yes, you can do this. Yes, you can do this. Here's the things that could happen, but try to guide them. So like for me and my kids, my five-year-old, two-year-old, I try to watch out, but I try to express a lot of more yeses than no's and try to guide them on, okay, you can be anything you want and do it. But being surrounded by people who are pushing you, saying, yes, you can do it. Let's go figure out how to do it. There's no one right answer. There's no one wrong answer. There's many ways, but no one knows until they really try really hard at it, right? Like like Elon Musk, who would who would think that he can put a, launch a rock into space, right? I'm sure everyone said, no, you can't do it. Only NASA can do it. Right. And he did, yeah. he did it differently.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing is that we all have a different formula. We all have a different path. We all have different experiences and traumas. And when you look at what you've gone through, sometimes we haven't really captured the learning that we got from each of these situations they are always a teaching moment. It's always an, an opportunity to grow and expand, but If you're not paying attention and you're not looking back at, well, why did I go through that and what was the benefit of it? You know, even like I had a really, I was in a 20 year relationship and had a really brutal divorce. And now with some space from it, I can look back and see all the benefits of it, which in the moment, it just felt like trauma. But when you go back and start looking at things from a different perspective and looking at where it was a growth opportunity and where it was, you know, it changed me into the person that I am now. And that's what all, you know, that's how we grow. That's how we get to the next level. And when we change our perspective on the situation, that's how we can create change and growth in our life. And how that's how we move forward
0: it takes a lot of challenge and sometimes a lot of perseverance because even for example let's say here's a good example let's say you have a husband and wife for example and one's like a entrepreneur but one's more stabilized wants to work in corporate business they don't always match right because personality types are a little bit different and like the risk factor of one person taking entrepreneurship versus a a person who likes to safety might say hey don't do that it's a lot of risk you're gonna make no money it's gonna be really hard you're gonna hurt our family that negative mindset also goes into their mindset and it doesn't help them say okay i can do it and i know you don't believe you believe in me you want to support me but at the same time it's risky and it's hard because now you're fighting two different emotions like okay i want to be entrepreneur but at the same time my partner wants me to be stabilized and just have a normal nine to five job and just do this and it's tough right to get that through that. Um how do you help people like with that human design, using astrology, using scientific hand analysis to help them get through these barriers that are, you know, stopping them?
1: So everyone's designed with a decision making process. And some people are designed as risk takers and some people are designed more as like being grounded and needing more evidence. And they, they depend on their security to go through life. And so really it's about finding your own formula because it may be right for the person that's trying to be the entrepreneur. They may be designed to be risk takers. They may, that may be the success formula that they have and the communication and understanding of where the fears come from from their partner and how they want to rely on the stability and things like that in order to make their decisions and they don't like taking risk that will show up in your chart and so what i found was um you the most important thing is understanding and allowing for and supporting each person to be themselves. so If it works for you to have a stable corporate job where you get a paycheck every two weeks that helps you to feel like safe and secure, and your partner is like, I like to take risks and I like to put my money all in because I know like it's a big payoff. If that's their design, trusting them, allowing for them to be themselves. One of the biggest problems is when we try to make someone do our formula because our formula doesn't work for them. And their formula doesn't work for us. But when you create an understanding, then you can have, you know, you can support your partner, you can support your significant other, you can support your children. You know, I have three children, and they're all very different. And I support them all, according to their design and what they're good at. And I tell like, I have one kid that everything in his chart is a risk taker. And so I support him when he tries to do crazy things. I'm like, all right, well, I know better than just try to stop you. But my other child is not that way at all. And I'm always like, OK, so what's the risk in this? And, you know, go ahead and do it. But you need to be aware of the risk. And then he'll a lot of times say, no, I'm not going to do it. It's not worth it. So the biggest point is, is to be you. And when you align with who you are, um, that's when the results come in. And, like, for me, one of the biggest energies in my chart is about teaching and educating people. And it's about my voice, my verbal communication, my communication from one to many, and my way of taking information and making it easy to understand. So, whenever I'm doing a podcast or whenever I'm teaching my classes or doing whatever, like, that puts me in my purpose. That puts me in, if I'm selling a home, educating them on the process beforehand. It's like all about education. And when I step into education, then everyone grows and learns. That's when I make the most money. And so if I just, if I don't, you know, if I'm not even working on an education component of my business, but I'm educating people in my business and educating my clients on a different level than what other people do, that's what sets me apart because that's my genius. And everyone has a genius. So it's about really learning who you are so you can step into it and not trying to follow someone else's formula. I mean, when I first started in the coaching business, I signed up for all these coaching programs that like, oh, I did this and I did that and I made a million dollars and I did this and I and nothing ever worked for me. And I realized it wasn't my formula. It was a great formula for them, but everyone's different. So If you feel like you're struggling to know, well, what's my formula or what's my purpose or what's the impact I'm here to make? When you find out what your natural design is, it changes everything. And whenever I struggle, you know, there's times when I'm doing really well in my business and then I might have a flat period and I look at, I stepped out of my formula. It's real simple to get it back because I just go to what the root problem is. And then it feels better for me and it feels better for everyone around me.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about a couple of different things here on, on that topic. Like when I see real estate agents in trying to build their business, you know, there's many different ways to do business such as, okay, some people like cold calling, door knocking, mailers, um, social media, videos, marketing, and so forth. There's so many options, but like, for me, I'm trying to help agents learn about video and getting in front of the camera and doing more. So and even podcasting, right? And I see the challenge for them is like, okay, well, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. I don't like how tall I am, short I am, or how old I am or young. It doesn't and I tell them it really doesn't matter. You just gotta be you. Find your you and show people and share your education and values. And even if you're a new agent, show them the experience you are learning about real estate and why you're so passionate about it and how you can help them. But people get fearful as soon as the camera's on, it's in their faces like I don't wanna do this. It's like it's it's awkward, right? And I don't want people want to hear me speak, yeah. So like I'm trying to help people break through that barrier too. like really just be you people love you no matter what you just got to find your people.
1: Well, and that's the biggest thing that I talk to my clients about is your authenticity. Because if you're pretending to be someone else, if you're if you don't like the way you look, then way the way you look, then do something about it. If you don't like how much you weigh, then do something about it. But the thing is, is that people relate to people that are real. And. Most people, you know, we're standing up there We, I, I know. I mean, I do. I find my head trash myself where I'm thinking like, oh, my gosh, I like fat in this outfit. Oh, my gosh, my hair is not done today. Oh, my gosh. All these things. And when I'm in front of somebody else, when I'm talking to someone else, I'm not thinking about what they look like. I'm not thinking about their outfit. I'm not putting them down. I'm too busy worried about me. Right. And so are the other people. And so when you start working on healing the wounds of where did it come from that you weren't good enough? Where did it come from that, you know, you don't have something to say of value. There's something for everyone. We can always find our people. But the thing is, is that when we're not authentic, then the wrong people are showing up for us because we're not really showing who we are. And the other thing is one of the things that really got me when I was all hung up on all those things and like what people will think of me or whether I'll know what to say or am I going to sound like an idiot or am I going to look too ugly on the thing or whatever. I really started to think about put myself into the people that I am here to help and I'm hurting them when they can't find me. And when I don't get out of my own way and I stop worrying about, they don't care what I look like. They wanna know what I can do for them. They wanna know how they can get help. They wanna know how to solve the problem. So figure out what problem you're solving and figure out like the benefit to the people that you're solving a problem for and start worrying. It's not about you. It's about the problem you solve. And so if you really come to grips with that, Then you're not thinking about you're thinking about your message. You're thinking about your connection to the client that you're going to help. And you're not worried about what your hair looks like. You're not worried about how you sound on camera. And one of the things I realized when I first started trying to do video is that I don't, I don't have a problem getting on the video and talking because that's my thing, right? It's my verbal communication. But I didn't like all the technology. I didn't want to upload it. I didn't want to figure out the background. I didn't want to do all that stuff. That's really important. So guess what? I found someone to do that part for me. And I just show up and do my thing. And then I'll show up anytime because I took out the part that I don't like. And if you really don't like being on camera and you like the tech part, you know, your message can get out there by, you know, you see, I don't know what they're called, but you, I see ads all the time when I'm on Facebook and it, It has an ad where someone's writing the whole thing and they're drawing a picture and they're sending the message and there's a voiceover. So find someone to do that. You know, there's always a way to get it's about getting your message out there to the people that need what you offer. And just remember that you not stepping into your genius, you not stepping into your purpose. All the people that are here are waiting for you to do that and you're hurting them. So get out of your own way. And that's what I tell my clients.
0: Very nice. Yeah. I agree with you. Cause I even remember one of my other mentors said too, like if you're not out there telling your story, sharing how you can help them and they're going to be, someone else is going to share their story. It it might not be the best for them. You could have been the one saving them and showing them the proper ways to help buy, sell, invest. And without you sharing your voice and people finding you, you're actually doing a disservice because now you're only keeping it to yourself and to certain people you're helping do real estate sales. And like, yeah, you're right. You know, if you're, educating yourself and you're sharing your values and sharing your why's and helping people you really will succeed really fast and yeah like you said they don't care how you look how you sound lighting doesn't have to be perfect audio doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to be perfect but as long as you're sharing your story people really want to connect with you they want to see and how you can help them so that really makes a difference and once you realize that mindset it's like you're right. I can go out there and get this. I can use my phone. I can do it. Even like Gary Vaynerchuk used his phone, used an old camera, and just made a lot of content and shared it with everyone. And over time, he found the people who wanted to watch him. And there's always haters. Doesn't matter because you yeah. just need to find your audience.
1: Yeah, and you know what? People love. To be related, you know, they want to be relatable. They don't want to see like this person where they put on a pedestal that, oh, they look too perfect and they already have all this money and they already all this. They want a real person that they relate to. They want someone that understands their problem. And so if you just go out there and you video off your phone in front of a property or you video, you know, like, oh, this is what's happening at my clients today. And, you know, it's real life stuff that they can relate to. That's when they want to work with you. It isn't this, you know, fabricated persona. They want to work with someone they relate to. So,
0: exactly. And even there's one um, professional photographer. He did a, he did a two different videos, A B testing just on purpose. Here's a professional ten thousand dollar edit video. I made it in one minute. And Here's my cell phone making the same video using my cell phone. Guess which one got better hits, better, yeah, better phone. comments? The cell phone, right? Because it's yeah, more, because it's, like,
1: real. It's, it's real. It's relatable yeah
0: exactly he goes people nowadays are tired of just seeing everything high publicity and like perfect they want to see real they want to see real life tv real everything and just learn about it and not get sold on anything just show me the real you know so that's funny and i'm like that makes total sense and you know people got to get scared and just got to like put their phones up and just start recording and just showing because there's so many great pieces and moments in life that people aren't sharing it's like if I shared that, I'm sure a lot of people would love that information. Just having a conversation with you, if I shared that with people, they would love to sit there and watch and understand, like, hey, Melissa's actually right. She, I wish I did this. I wish I opened up. I wish I realized I can do this. And why am I holding myself back? Why am I not sharing with people? Right.
1: Yeah. We're our own worst enemy. You know, the yeah. only one that's sabotaging us is us.
0: What is, um, in, in coaching, you've been coaching for over 15 years or so. What is one of your greatest uh, success stories of helping someone, you know, go above and beyond what they could do?
1: Well, I started working with a mortgage broker years ago and she was as a um, she was working with a really high producer, but she was um, as an assistant and she really was getting held back. And but she was not being clear on her intentions. She was not be, um she didn't have clear goals and she kept holding herself back by playing it small. And I, over time, I really encouraged her to, um, step out of her comfort zone to make those personal connections, to build her sphere of influence and to learn, like learn from anyone that she could about how to differentiate herself from other people. And then she started building confidence as she got better at doing her job. And now, you know, she was, she left a toxic, toxic relationship. She got her own independence and she moved up where she was, you know, first got her own place as she moved out of the relationship. And then every step of the way, now she owns a big ranch and she's doing like, she has all these, she was a top performer this year in her, um, in her company. And, She's loving life. I just talked to her before the show and she was talking about that she's leaving on a trip. So she's always, you know, freedom was a big thing for her. And I think a lot of what was holding her back in her business was that, well, if I have more business, I will have less time for me. And she wanted to have the freedom to travel. And so there's this duality in her head that if she makes more money, she's going to have less time and she won't be, she'll have more money, but no time and freedom. And so we created a system around it. You know, she has a good team now that she trusts. And so she can go out and do things that she wants to do. And she can go and travel. She can take days off because she has a system that covers it. But see, a lot of times people won't step into having a bigger business because what would happen if they got all that business? What would happen if they now they're going to be working every day, 15 hour days and never have a break? So what does the unconscious mind do is sabotages it. So once we got rid of the the belief that she could only either have the money and have a big business or have freedom in time, once you reconcile that you can have both and learn how to live a life in balance, then there's really no limitation.
0: Can you give me a a good example of that, that you would tell clients? Because I see a lot of agents think that same way. I don't get time. If I work harder and make more money, I don't get my time back. So how do you, what do you say to them and like help them kind of break through that?
1: Well, it's different for everybody because how we leverage depends on what, you know, our genius is and what we need help with. But the more you step into the leadership of your company and get, that's why I have people writing down like what they love to do and what they don't want to do and finding, you know, a support system you know, when I, when I was on a vacation a couple weeks ago, I had a couple buyers that I was looking with and I set it up so that if they wanted to look at something, I could still write the offer from where I was, but I had an agent that would take them through it. So it doesn't restrict. There's so much of the real estate that you don't have to do it in person. I mean, even your listing agreements, I like doing it in person, but if I can't, Now, with the way all the last two years, you know, there's so many different ways of doing the listing um, presentation and having your slides there and and videoing through the house and having like I can send somebody to do the video and the professional pictures and I don't even have to be there. And so there's ways of leveraging, but you have to learn how to set up the system to have things in place so that you can do it. But no one's designed to do everything. And the bigger that you get, the less, you know, the more help you need, the less that you can do it all. And so I just really encourage people to um, figure out other ways of getting the same thing done. And sometimes that's what a team's good for. You know, it's like when one person's on vacation, then we cover. And when another person's on vacation, then their stuff's covered. So in working together, we all need support. And what happens is we get greedy and think, well, I don't want to pay someone to do that or I want to keep all the money myself or I don't want to split stuff. But if you look at it from a, if that's a perspective, if you look at it from another perspective, you can see how you have some freedom, how a little bit of money allows you the time to make five more transactions where you make way more money than the amount that you're spending and not getting and you're doing the part that you love. That's the thing is that the biggest thing that I can tell you is do what you love and love what you do because then you never feel like you're going to work and you're always getting this feeling of satisfaction and fulfillment in your life. It's about pleasure. You know, the, the brain looks for pleasure. It looks for pleasure and it looks to avoid pain. It's not even looking for happiness. It's looking for pleasure. So what brings you pleasure and what are I you think, always trying to avoid?
0: I think once people realize that they can make good money and do what they love and find passionate and be happy and they don't need to do everything and think of Um, scarcity mindset, and saying that okay, in order for me, like as as a buyer's agent, you know, I want to do everything, I want all your leads and everything, but in reality, they can't handle everything and do it. But if they just focus on things they love to do and be really successful at it, they can rise really quickly. And I see that too when you know, like you, when you're starting to build a team and you have agents coming on board, some agents, you know, like they see that. Competitiveness when there shouldn't be it's just yeah. about helping each other grow and like focusing on what finding what you do best and once you find what you do really quickly, it gets so much easier and Once you learn to let go and delegate to your team assistants other people you hire and you focus on that one thing, it makes it so much easier to have a more successful more fun a more uh more time back and more freedom and then you ultimately scale so much quicker, but it's hard for people to like understand their own energy and how they l- look at their perspectives of everything they do. And I'm like, I try to guide people. I'm like, okay, really find out what you want. Because when we talk about it, we show you, you know, people still are hesitant to really like open, be open and talk and like really communicate. And at the same time, they always close, people close back up, right? They don't stay open. They close. It's just natural habit. Like I'm going to keep closing up. And mm-hmm. our goals as coaches and mentors, is like really to try to push people to do their best.
1: Yeah, and what I find, too, is that, you know, we don't, when you won't delegate, that's coming from a place of lack. It actually makes you make less money by trying to do everything yourself. You know, the only way to sustain things and have growth is by your ability to delegate and leverage. So if you want to grow big and you want to make a lot of money, you need a team, you need support. And you need to stop doing the things that are you're not. It is not your genius. You need to let other people come in and do their genius and leverage for you to make more money. And you know when we start to understand the areas of our thinking that is coming from a place of lack, that's the biggest gift. That's the fastest way out of your situation.
0: What's um, some of the most challenging parts you had with um, coaching and mentoring people? And helping them with their mindsets.
1: I think getting over past wounds, you know, yeah. When we've been screwed over by somebody or we've, we experienced something on a a regular basis in our life. If you don't look at the pattern and how it got created and how to uncreate it, you're never going to get anywhere. It's kind of like trying to, you know, if you've got shackles on your feet and you're trying to get out of the room, you're never going to get out of it till you deal with the shackles. So my biggest advice always to people is let's look at the wound. Let's look at the core problem and let's go deep underneath all these symptoms, right? If you're overweight, if you don't have enough money, if you have dysfunctional relationships, those are all symptoms of something deep. And I think when you get to the root problem of it, it transforms the whole situation. And so that's, The biggest challenge I think is figuring out where did this come from because it's an illusion. It's not true. If it was true, then everyone would be bound by it. So it's getting out of your own way, figuring out what, how you created this situation yourself. It's not about blaming anyone else. I don't care what your parents did to you. I don't care what your boyfriend did to you. We all have stuff and it's up to you to face it and address it, get to the root of the problem, and that's when the change happens.
0: I think one takeaway from that too is really like by surrounding yourself pe- with people who you know love and care about you and want to just give you your best and help you and by being more open and talking through things because sometimes you might not want to talk to your partner. I get it. You might not want to talk to your family about it. Find someone you can talk to and just open up. And you know, by opening up and talking about things, you're actually letting go out of your system and being – more transparent and you realize when you're saying these things, you realize, Hey, why am I feeling that way? I can do so much better. I don't need this. I can do better. And like getting all this negative energy out of you by st- by talking about it opens you up to the realization that you can have a better life, have more fun, do more. And then when you hear other people talking to you, engaging with you and sharing their stories of how they're growing, getting better, it encourages you to say, Hey, I want to do this too. I see how happy Melissa is. And she's, she's gone through a lot and she's done a lot and look at her growing. I want to be a part of that. And being surrounded by people like that who elevate you and keeps your spirit up is a lot more fun. And when you find your tribe, you get, it becomes more amazing. You can start building and start seeing the potential and you can make it anything you want. And a business as one form of things is a way to grow. And like for me, like I love building business. I'm, I have goals and I want to get to these goals. And I'm surrounding myself with people who want the similar kind of goals. And by having our like conversations, we, we push each other, say, hey, let's go here. Let's go here. Having accountability and getting to the next level. Encouragement is the best thing. When you find negative people says you can't do that, they're the wrong people to be with.
1: Yeah, and I think that the other piece of it is that when you're around people that get on your bandwagon of how you're a victim or how awful that was or how the other person, it's really not helpful. You know, I when I talk to one of my friends about one of my problems, I'm expecting them to show me, you know, what my role in it is, how I can fix it, what I'm not seeing, you know, because we're blind in our own problems. It's so easy when someone starts telling about all their problems for us to see, well you did this and you did that and we don't see it ourselves and so i think that it really is a big impact the people that you are surrounded with and people that are going to ground in what you have and the situation and how yes that was awful but really there's no power in that the power is in you understanding what what you were supposed to learn from it and how you became a different person because of it and using that wisdom to create the new you, to create a new business and the new situation that you are empowered in, we all have that ability.
0: What is um, some of some advice you would give for 2022 and beyond to really help people like? Start realizing the potential. It's already 2022. I'm sure for all of us, two years went by like like this, right? It's just crazy. And you know, people are in different places in life right now. But like, what's some things, some words of encouragement that we can help give them so they can set the right path from today on to really be, change their life and become where they where they really can be?
1: Yeah, I would say that the biggest thing is is don't get sucked into all the drama and all the the distractions that are out there. Get clear on you. Start focusing on where you're going, you know, wherever, if you focus on all the problems all the time, you see more problems. If you focus on, it's just like when you're on the freeway, right? If you're on the freeway and there's an accident over here and there's a fire on this side of the road and you're driving through it, what do you do? You look forward, right? Every time when everyone stops and looks at the accident or what's going on and the distraction on the side of the road, then all the traffic's in a jam. But if we stay focused on where we're going and we don't worry about, well, is the economy up or is the economy down? Is the stock market up? Is the stock market down? It's like staying true to you. You've set yourself on a path and no matter what, you go down that path. Yes, there are course corrections along the way as new information comes in. But when you're driving, the windshield is this big and the rear view mirror is this big. And when you're driving forward, you don't look in the rearview mirror, you glance, right? But your focus is forward. Your focus is where you're going. And that's how you get there without taking the eye, your eye off the ball, looking at the goal. I think that right now, the biggest thing that's holding people back is all the distractions, all the turmoil that we really have no power over changing. The only thing we have power over is the power in our own life and our decisions and our actions, And so get clear on what you want. Get clear that you can have it. Get rid of your stinking thinking. Every time a negative thought comes in your head about either how something negative about yourself or feeling like you're not getting what you want, look to a different perspective because the positive side of it is also there. Find the positive in every situation. Find the positive that helps move you forward. And when you keep doing that on a regular basis, you're rewiring your brain and you're creating a different chemical response in your brain that can align with you getting those things that you want.
0: Nice. I agree. How, how can people reach out to you to learn more about your services and your coaching and mindset? Um, Where do they contact you at?
1: My website is Melissa Kirk.com. And it's K-I-R-K. Um, and you can go on there and request a discovery session. And I work with people in their businesses. I work with them personally. I create a lot of custom programs for people. Um, so I like it when people have a discovery call with me and I can we can kind of figure out what the best fit is for them. And um, there's also, when you sign up on my website, there's a free ebook about how to manifest anything. And it's a real, it's about mindset. It's about law of attraction. It has a lot of worksheets for you to get things down on paper and get clear on where you want to go. It's really powerful.
0: I love it. Yeah. Manifestation is one of the best things ever. I, I I was manifesting things since I was 25, 30, 35, 40, and I cannot believe how many came true because you actually wrote it down, you actually put it on the wall, you actually looked at it and you actually just started doing it. And the time flies by, wow, you did 90% of that. That's crazy. It, it's just exactly. I, big ambitious goals. And it works. i love to talk more about that and love to see you again soon. And um, thank you so much for being on our show, Melissa. Thanks, Matthew. Awesome. For everyone out there, be sure to check out our podcast, The Truth About Real Estate. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Have a great day.